0: Hi there and welcome to The Tint, a podcast dedicated to the art and science of natural style aquariums. I'm Scott Fellman, fish geek, amateur philosopher of all things aquatic, and hopefully your guide to this world of perhaps unconventional aquariums. Uh, Today I want to address uh, a topic that um, we we get asked fairly often, which is, uh, should I leave the materials that I keep Uh, in the tank. In other words, the botanicals. So um, let's just address that real quickly. So it's probably one of the most common questions that we're asked by neophyte tinters, as we call you guys, uh, or as we call ourselves really. And um, you want to know if you should leave the materials like leaves and botanicals in your tanks as they break down. And my simple answer based on years of personal experience is yes. Of course, that deserves a little explanation. So here you go. Now, We love the idea of decaying leaves, botanicals, wood, all that stuff. I love the influence that these materials have over the aquatic environment. It's an earthy, organic, and very natural um, process. Natural, as in what nature looks like and functions like. Now, when I first started playing with uh, botanicals and blackwater tanks almost two decades ago now, yikes, I began wondering why these types of tanks were seen in the hobby as a novelty, why every Blackwater biotope tank shown uh, on YouTube or in forums or whatever was greeted with both accolades for being different and then these polite but kind of reserved discussions about the aesthetics being a bit odd and about the difficulties and maintenance liabilities of such a tank. And you'd see words like messy, dirty, dingy. And I heard these terms all the time. I still hear them all the time in the context of Blackwater aquariums. I get it. On the surface, it looks like you're always one step from disaster and at least always messy. And of course, that's no different from any type of tank we play with when I mean, you really think about it, right? I love the type of, of mindset that a lot of people take. It's kind of funny. I love that these systems have to be managed. They're not static, set-and-forget, You know, aquascaping contest types of aquariums. They're every bit as dynamic as a traditional high-tech you know, nature style planted aquarium, a reef tank, or even a old fashioned community tank. You have to monitor, you have to observe, you have to have to react, you have to tweak, uh, bioload, pH, and all these other you know environmental parameters sort of dance together and make it work, just like any other aquarium. And that whole mess thing, well, mess is actually uh, a vehicle to propel us in a different uh, aquascaping or experimental direction. Really, it's actually the embodiment of Takashi Yamamoto's wabi-sabi philosophy, which embraces the transience of nature, and it celebrates it. It appreciates and understands the beauty in the ephemeral aspects of nature, in other words, things that change. Now, it requires some study, appreciation, and yes, as usual, mental adjustments. You knew that was coming. And the biofilms, uh, people ask about those, those biofilms that make their appearance on our botanicals after just a few weeks of submersion. Well, they're not only typically harmless in aquariums, They're actually utilized as a supplemental food source by a really large variety of fishes and shrimps in both nature and the aquarium. They're a rich source of sugars and nutrients, and they could probably prove to be an interesting addition to a nursery tank for raising fry if kept under control. Like, you add a bunch of leaves and botanicals, let them do their thing, and allow your fry to graze on them. Don't believe me? Ask almost anybody that keeps shrimp. They'll sing the praise as a biofilm, especially for their grazing aspect. And the botanicals themselves, as they break down, they sort of serve as a fuel for microbial growth and fungi, which in turn provide supplemental food for our fishes. So pieces of leaves and detritus and botanicals that fall to the bottom of the aquarium, they form a bed of detritus. Yeah, I said detritus. Now in the aquarium world, as we've discussed before, we've long vilified this stuff as like a destroyer of water quality and an impediment to successful aquariums and the reality is, really, that in a well-managed aquarium, detritus is an essential food source for many organisms and plants. Now, like anything else in a closed-system aquarium, if it's not allowed to accumulate unchecked, I personally believe that the benefits for the animals that we keep far outweigh any perceived disadvantages of actually having it present. Now, I know that uneaten food and fish poop and accumulating in a closed system can be problematic, particularly if your overall husbandry is not attended to i.e. water changes and filter media replacements etc now i know that it can decompose it could overwhelm the filter capacity of the tank if you leave it unchecked and that could lead to a smelly dirty looking system with diminished water quality blah 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 i know that you know that in fact pretty much everybody in the hobby knows that so that's not really the issue in my opinion The issue is that we, as a hobby, have sort of heaped detritus into this catch-all descriptor which has an overall bad connotation to it. Like anything which is allowed to break down in a tank and accumulate is bad. I'm not buying that. Why is this necessarily a bad thing? Well, you check out the the definition of detritus as we've done before. Detritus is dead particulate organic matter. It typically includes the bodies or fragments of dead organisms as well as fecal material detritus is typically colonized by communities of microorganisms which act to decompose or remineralize the material. I mean, even in that description, there's part about being colonized by communities of microorganisms which act to decompose or remineralize remineralize, and, hmm, it's being processed. It's being utilized, right? What do these microorganisms do? They eat it. They render it inert. And in the process, they contribute to the biological diversity and arguably even the stability of the system. So some of these are probably utilized by food, by other creatures. That's important in a closed system, I would think. It's not all bad, right? And it's fueled by stuff like decomposing leaves and botanicals. So, yeah, I let my leaves and botanicals stay in my aquariums until they completely break down, and I only remove them if they become an annoyance. Like, every time a fish moves, a pile of shit gets stirred up and... You know, it's accumulating on the driftwood, and you can't see the back of the tank. But it never gets to that point in my tank. It's being processed. It's being used. It's being colonized. And it's being consumed. It's not an excuse for sloppy husbandry or neglecting the removal of these, you know, offensive materials. However, it is a sort of acceptance of the fact that stuff happens in nature and in aquariums, and that many of these things are simply not worth getting upset about. I mean, if you have an aquarium with brown water and a substrate dominated by decomposing leaves and softening botanicals, it probably shouldn't come as any surprise that you're going to see this stuff. Decomposition, it's not something to freak out about. Rather, it's something to celebrate. I mean, when you think about it, life and all of its diversity and its beauty, it still needs a stage upon which to perform, as they say. And you're helping to provide it, even with material changes taking place daily. Now again, it's a mental shift that we as hobbyists have to make. Sure, there'll always be a lot of people that don't like the look of brown water, decomposing leaves, biofilms, and fungi in their aquariums. It's a radically different look than what we've come to accept an aquarium should look like for the better part of this century. Sounds familiar, right? And, and the initial responses by the uninitiated who see a botanical-style tank for the first time are usually filled with amazing accolades like, damn, that's kind of dirty, huh? <sighs> So I certainly can't fault everyone for not enjoying the aesthetics of our aquariums. It's not for everyone. However, an interesting observation I've made over the years by both uninitiated hobbyists and non-hobbyists upon seeing Blackwater Botanical-style aquariums for the first time is an amazing appreciation for how natural they look. Even though they'll tell you it looks dirty, they'll say it looks really natural. I've heard this over and over again. And the real key here is that pace patience and an understanding that the materials that we add need to be added and replaced at a pace that makes sense for your specific system. So it's an understanding that you'll have a sort of a front row seat to the natural processes of decomposition, transformation, decay, and that you'll accept that they are part of the beauty of the style of aquarium, just like they are in nature. So consider keeping those botanicals and leaves in your aquarium until they become detritus. You just might enjoy watching the process. I know I do. So until next time, always stay bold, stay curious, stay open-minded, stay engaged in the process, and always, always stay wet. This is Scott Feldman. Thanks for listening.